You're listening to KYMN 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and streaming online at KimRadio.net. It's time for the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. It's the show that covers America's pastime through the eyes of the people who love it the most. From journalists to broadcasters, and of course, the athletes that play the game, we will have all your bases covered. Here's your host, Colin Landsteiner. It's time for the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. Our guests are Tom Rooney and Sam Van Tassel, and they're tour guides over at Target Field. Guys, welcome to the program. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. We got Sam here in studio and Tom via the phone line. And you guys have been tour guides at Target Field for a bit here. How would you guys get involved with the program over at Target Field? Well, I'll go first. I uh, actually started at Target Field uh, about 10 years ago as an usher. Um, I was an usher in sections 116, 117, in my humble opinion, the two best sections in the entire stadium. And I was an usher there for uh, eight years. I always wanted to get into uh, the tour program. And so a couple of years ago, I shifted over from uh, being an usher to uh, being in the tours. My uh, wife and dog love it because games are usually at night and tours are during the day. So uh, things get a little quieter around the Rooney house at night now. And uh, I'm not there at the ballpark. So it's uh, great. And in those years as an usher, I learned a lot about the stadium. So it made it very easy to go into uh, tour guiding. Yeah, I drive the historical streetcar in Minneapolis. Uh, we have a couple of streetcars that are over 100 years old. So one of the members that uh, drives the streetcar with me was also an usher, or pardon me, a, a tour guide at, at Target Field. And I asked him, who should I contact here to interview for uh, that position? And he told me uh, the contact person. I went in and interviewed and uh, got the job, and I enjoyed it very much, just like I do with the streetcar. Yeah, and for anybody who hasn't been on a tour of Target Field, what does a tour include? Well, let me start here. I always um, start with the idea that first, when you're walking into Target Field, you're walking into one of the best sports facilities in the world. In fact, the uh, first year that the uh, Target Field was open, they were named the best sports facility of the year, not just baseball, but uh, all sports. And even though they won an award like that, they didn't rest on their laurels. Every year it gets better. And so uh, even when we, Sam and I, come to the stadium, uh, it's a little bit uh, exciting for us because things are changing and improving all of the time. Tour lasts about 90 minutes. I'll let uh, Sam let you know kind of uh, the places we go. But uh, there are a ton to see at Target Field. Not only the public places, but we want to take people to private places where they wouldn't necessarily get to go if they just bought a general uh, ticket to the uh, stadium. So we'll take them uh, into the clubs, uh, the Champions Club, which is right behind home plate, uh, where we get the, the best view the closest seats uh, in all major league baseball to home plate uh we take them into the legends club 
where we honor three uh, legends, Harmon Killebrew, Kirby Puckett, and Rod Carew. A lot of their memorabilia is in there, from their uh, World Series rings to Silver Sluggers to the T-shirt that Harmon Killebrew's mother made out of one of his dad's T-shirts, and she put the number three on it because it was her favorite number, and that's why Harmon Killebrew always wore number three during his career. Uh, we take him down to the visitor's uh, clubhouse. Now I'm speaking pre-COVID days. Right now we uh, kind of stay away from where the players are, but we take him down to the visitor's clubhouse. We take him through the umpire's corridor. We, we take him into the dugout. We let him walk on the field, just the warning track, though. Uh, we do not walk on the grass. Even Tom and I can't walk on the grass. So we'd like to take him places where they can't normally see if they're just attending the game. And we're finding people that come from out of town, maybe people that are coming to ballparks around the country, not only want to come to each ballpark, but want a behind-the-scenes, in-depth a look at the ballpark itself. So we're finding more people that are from out of town touring all the ballparks in America and wanting to see more of it. Well, and I'm just looking at a picture of Target Field here and some of the places. We also take you into the press box, and you see where not only all the uh, newspaper uh, press is, but where the radio and television uh, broadcasts are. And um, we take you into the um, various open public areas that you can get to. But part of why you go on a tour is to learn some of the things that most people probably wouldn't have noticed. And one of the things that I like to say is we also go to the Target Field Museum. And a lot of people say, where's the museum? And the answer is everywhere. When you walk through Target Field, uh, Target Field is blessed to have the first full-time on-staff curator. Uh, his name's Clyde Deppner, and he's, he's a guy with a perfect job. He not only was a pitcher on the 1961 North St. Paul State Baseball Champions, but taught history in high school for 40 years. So you combine that history and uh, baseball background, and uh, you walk through, and there are museum-quality displays everywhere. And, uh, and Clyde in the stadium has won many awards for uh, – their displays it's uh we go all the way back as many of you may know before the uh, twins were in minnesota they were in washington and so we've got displays all the way back to the uh, world champion washington senators in the 20s and all the way up to today the uh, we've got displays on black uh, uh majors and baseball in the uh, twin cities in the midwest uh there's all kinds of things to learn uh, in your tour. And you bring that up, Tom, and there's a lot of amazing artifacts in the stadium. Uh, what are some different artifacts, historical artifacts, at the stadium? And maybe for each of you guys, do you guys have a favorite one? Well, my favorite one is the Kirby Puckett chair, and that's the uh, chair or the seat out in center field that he hit in Game 6 of the 1991 World Series, after which uh, the announcer said, and we'll see you tomorrow night. So Jack Buck made that famous comment that uh, still is inscribed in the stadium. We preserve that, and we have a quote wall, and that's one of the quotes that's on that wall. So that's my favorite. Uh, also, I like one of my favorite players of all time was Willie Mays. We have pictures of Willie Mays and a history of what he did with the Minneapolis Millers when he was in the the city for only a little over a month. Only played 35 games in the Millers, uh, only 15 at home. Everybody wanted to go see him. They knew how good he was, but he got called up by the Giants, and uh, the Giants actually took out a full-page ad in the Minneapolis paper apologizing to the Minneapolis fans. They said, we know you love him, but we need him more than you do, so we're bringing him up to the big club. 
And one of the things when Sam was talking about the Kirby Puckett um, seat is not only does it have a recording of Jack Bucks, we'll see you tomorrow night, but it also has the Vin Scully recording, John Gordon, who was the Twins uh, announcer at the time, and the Spanish network. The other day I was giving a tour and we had some people who were very fluent in Spanish and I hit that button and they had a young boy and he just started smiling because uh, I, of course, knew nothing of what was being said. He knew exactly what it was and uh, so that is a uh, that's a great display. My favorite, this is just me being selfish, but as you know, the Target Field hosted the 2014 All-Star Game. And as you um, walk uh, down one of the halls, there is a picture, very large panoramic picture of um, that opening uh, of the All-Star Game with the all the players lined up on the third and first base lines, Adina Menzel singing the Star Spangled Banner, jets flying overhead, very spectacular. But what I always love is I was an usher at that game, and you can I can actually find myself in the picture. And so I always show my tour group that that's probably the most important thing they'll see on their tour is a picture of me at the All-Star Game. And that is Sam and Tom, tour guides here at Target Field. We've got part two of that interview coming up next. We're going to take a quick commercial break. But again, you're listening to the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. Do you know your risk number? At Falk Financial Services, we use the world's first risk alignment platform called Riskalyze, which mathematically pinpoints how much risk investors want, how much they currently have in their portfolio, and how much risk they need to take to reach their goals. To learn more, call 507-645-2993 or visit us at falkfinancial.com. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities offered through First Heartland Capital, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through First Heartland Consultants. Falk Financial Services is not affiliated with First Heartland Capital. This is the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. Our guests are Sam Van Tassel and Tom Rooney. They are tour guides out at Target Field. And guys, there are a lot of different options of kinds of tours you can take at Target Field, including a very expansive education program. Uh, what are some different kinds of tours a person could go on? Well, why don't I talk about the education, and then Sam can talk about some of the other tours. But... Uh... You know, Target Field has one of the largest education programs in all of professional sports. On a normal year, as we refer to years before COVID, we had about 17,000 students each season participating in our Learning Through Baseball program. And there is a spectrum of classes. So what would happen, this would be the field trip uh, to the stadium. They would get a tour. But in addition, they would have classes, uh, depending on the um, grade level, all the way from math and baseball, the science of baseball, uh, where we teach uh, kids where the sweet spot on the bat is and uh, things like that, um, art 
in the building. There's a fantastic art collection throughout um, the architecture of uh, Target Field. So it's a great program. Um, and hopefully now next season, as uh, schools get back hopefully to normal and things become uh, more field trippy, we will have those students back uh, back again. But it's a, it's a great program. It's been developed uh, on our tour staff. We have a number of professional educators who put together this program, and it is of the quality that it counts as um, educational tour, not just a uh, uh, a fun field trip. Uh, so it, it brings educational quality uh, to those uh, students in the Learning Through Baseball program. So that's one. There's a lot of other options. There's event tours where if you book one of our facilities in the ballpark, say, for example, the uh, Truly on Deck, which used to be the Bat and Barrel, uh, oftentimes uh, companies will bring in their employees for uh, meetings, and then we'll meet them in that venue, then take them on a tour throughout the ballpark. If they want to do something special, we can arrange that. For example, one time one of the groups uh, rented the batting cages, and some of the twins' batting practice pitchers came in and threw batting practice to them in the cages. So they really enjoyed that. I couldn't get them out of there. I couldn't show them the rest of the stadium because they wanted to keep on swinging away. There's game day tours, which I'll have uh, next week. They'll just start again next week. So uh, I'll do the pregame tour, which people can come in a couple hours before the gates open, and we'll take them around the ballpark on a typical tour. But in addition to that, we'll take them down uh, in the Champions Club, and we'll watch batting practice. So we'll go where the players are warming up so we can get closer to the action for them. Uh, there are group tours where you can arrange if you have a senior citizen's home has brought people in in groups or church groups have come in and done that. The public tours, which anybody can take, just going online and getting tickets online. Uh, there is also private tours. Uh, I had a tour with Jake Maurer one day when he brought in the Chevrolet executives, and we toured the ballpark with uh, Jake Maurer. I felt kind of nervous thinking I might make mistakes around Jake Maurer, <laughs> but he was he was very nice. In fact, I asked him a question about uh, his brother Joe Maurer's last game when he caught one pitch. Well, he couldn't uh, find his helmet. He had all of his other gear, but he couldn't find his batting helmet that he uses underneath his catcher's mask. So he called the equipment manager. He says, well, my kids have it in our garage. They're playing with it. He says, well, bring it to the ballpark. So he did, but it wasn't the part of the uniform for that year. It was several years old and wasn't part of the uniform. So technically, Joe could have got fined for wearing a helmet that wasn't part of the approved uniform. But I asked Jake, I said, was your brother fined for that? And he said, no. Major League Baseball... Uh, let him go on that one. It's key when Sam said uh, he's doing a uh, pregame tour next week. Those are just coming back because, as you can imagine, coming back from uh, COVID and uh, various restrictions, you know, the tours were very, very careful. And so um, for so far this season, we have not done tours on the days when the teams were in town because we wanted to make sure that uh, nobody got uh, close to the players uh, uh, unnecessarily. But now starting, uh, well, as Sam said, he's got one uh, next week. We're into a, back to our full schedule of uh, basically every day. You can go online and, uh, and just book a, a public tour. And guys, uh, what are some ways that make target field unique and what are some different upgrades the stadium has seen over the years to improve the building well i'll start with one that i i think people are always surprised with is if you ask uh, what is the capacity of target field 
It has actually been reduced since when we we opened because part of the renovations that the Twins have done is to, at least in three parts of the stadium, reduce the quantity of seating to improve the quality of seating. So uh, um, down the right field line, um, in the outfield, uh, and at the very corner, and then uh, in the batter's eye, uh, straight out in center field, in all of those places, uh, the Twins over the last 10 years have actually improved the um, quality of the seating by, you know, in, uh, giving more room, et cetera, um, while actually reducing the number of seats. So I think that's one that most people always think that stadiums expand, but uh, Target Field's just getting better by getting slightly smaller. So that's one I don't think a lot of people realize. With some of the unique items, that we have the smallest footprint of any major league ballpark. We only have eight acres. Typically, designers and builders like to have 12 acres for a major league ballpark. So I think that made it a little more creative. How do we try to expand that site? So we have actually spanned 394 with technically or effectively three bridges. So we've created another two and a half acres uh, of plaza area adjacent to the ballpark, therefore expanding the footprint uh, of the stadium itself. In fact, the right field stands actually are built over an entrance ramp to 394. So that expanded the site effectively. Uh, Going from smallest to largest, we have the largest canopy in all of Major League Baseball. And the canopy is unique for a couple of reasons. One is that the underside, the soffit, is finished. It's the only finished canopy soffit in Major League Baseball. And because of that, we could put our field lighting in the canopy itself and not have a separate light standard or light poles. We're the only stadium that does not have dedicated light poles. The light pole in the uh, outfield also supports the uh, video board, the main video board. So that keeps the uh, stadium at a little lower profile to fit in with the neighborhood even better. That uh, underside of the canopy also reflects the noise back toward the playing field, makes it a little bit louder. And one other benefit, it prevents birds from roosting there and maybe dropping things on your head you don't want to have dropped on your head. (laughs) It's um, the only ballpark that put in wooden seats since uh, World War II. And at the time, our uh, the uh, ash borer was raising havoc in Michigan, where our seat manufacturer was. And so the, the wood they chose was ash because they got a deal on uh, buying ash. So we have wooden seats in the, in the ballpark. One thing I think some of our fans might be um, uh, interested in is when Target Field opened, it had the most bar space of any MLB ballpark and had the first open fire pit up in the Budweiser roof deck. So um, we we took care of uh, a multitude of desires of uh, attendees at the ballpark there, too. And we've added more bar space, too, as, as Tom alluded to. We're the only dugout to have a stone-capped roof. We have the Casota stone on the roof of the dugout. Um, we have the narrowest backstop in all of baseball as well. So that means the dugouts are closer to home plate than any other ballpark in Major League Baseball. And one thing for people um, to get to Target Field, this is the only stadium that has an attached light rail, commuter rail transit station really as part of the stadium. And so um, both the North Star Line and the um, City Light Rail 
all end up at Target Field, which makes it great. And there's some beautiful work that has been done outside at the Target Field Station, which um, you know we point out to people on our tours. But it is a, um, a facility that is uh, trying to be, and we've been awarded all kinds of uh, environmental awards for trying to be as efficient as we can. And that's one of it, is making it easy to get to the stadium between the light rail, bicycle parking. There's all kinds of ways to uh, um, get to the stadium. Uh, so it's a um, it's a stadium that is built with uh, in the environment in mind. One other thing I think Sam talked about was um, the Casota Stone, which is, of course, from uh, southern Minnesota. Um, much of what we talk about on our tours is how the stadium was put together to combine both baseball and Minnesota. And there's a lot of references to uh, Minnesota, for example, on the suite levels, all of the suites are named for one of the lakes in Minnesota. And in fact, at each suite, not only does it show the name of the lake, but a map of that lake. So you've got people on our tours trying to find their lake. And so as you walk through, there's just all kinds of references to uh, the state of Minnesota, which is also uh, appealing from the information standpoint and and trying to let people know you know what is important here and two things we play baseball and we're in minnesota and we're proud of both of them again this is the on deck sports show sponsored by folk financial services our guests are sam van tassel and tom rooney tour guides out at target field and guys uh we got about a minute left here, but what is your favorite part of the tour, and how can someone sign up for a tour at Target Field? Well, the easiest way to sign up is to go online, go to you know, twinsbaseball.com, and if you just hit Target Field, boom, one of the uh, look down on that uh, cover page, you'll see Target Field Tours, and it tells you about, as Sam said, public tours, private tours, educational tours. Um, tells you about the uh, times right now. They are uh, given twice a day um, at 11 and 2. That's part of our uh, recovery back. Um, uh, we may be adding more as uh, the season goes on, but that's where we're at there. And it shows all the pricing, and you know there are discounts for seniors and military and students and season ticket holders and children and kids under five are free. So that's the easiest way to get your uh, get your tickets. Yeah, my favorite part of the tour is actually going into the clubhouse. Explain to people why it's called a clubhouse, not a locker room. It really is a locker room. Why is it called a clubhouse? Going down into the dugout, having the kids uh, be in the dugout and being so excited because they're sitting where Major League ball players are sitting. Showing them the uh, phones in the dugout. They're analog phones. They're not cell phones. I say, why aren't these cell phones? Why don't they use cell phones? Why do they use analog phones? So sometimes there's words we teach little kids too, like analog or like kinetic or other things. So I tell them beforehand, we're going to learn some words today. Maybe you can go back to your classroom and look them up on the computer and see what those words mean. Or curator. So that's my favorite part is working with the kids and also uh, giving tours to people from out of town that want to ex explore our ballpark and maybe compare notes with their ballpark back home. Well, and me, selfishly, my favorite part is uh, being allowed to go into the stadium as often as I am. I was 
raised a Twins fan. I grew up uh, you know, on a farm in Northeast Iowa where our television station was out of Rochester, so we saw the Twins all the time. So I grew up a huge Twins fan, but I think I went to t- Met Stadium one time in my life because uh, that would have been a big field trip. So the idea of walking into a major league stadium multiple times a week and getting to go see everything and you see pictures of the you know Harmon Killebrew and Tony Oliva and Bobby Allison and Jim Pat all these guys who I had their pictures on my wall when I was a kid and now uh, you get to see displays that are spectacular and it brings back so many great memories and I get to share that with others and they share their memories with uh, with us too, and uh, and just like Sam was saying, uh, we as tour guides then share those stories. Uh, I wasn't on a tour with Jake Maurer, but I'm going to use that story uh, type of thing. So uh, so it's just partly sharing uh, the memories that I have growing up with of the twins and uh, having other people share theirs. It's uh, fun to be around baseball people guys hey thanks for joining us here today and uh again if you uh want to go on a tour of target field check out the website there's all sorts of information out there again thanks guys thank you for having thank us. you colin again that is sam van tassel and tom rooney tour guides for target field that's gonna wrap up our show folks another great edition of the on deck sports show sponsored by folk financial services remember you can podcast us on kymnradio.net and we'll be back next week, an hour before the Twins. But until then, don't go anywhere. The Twins are coming up next here on KYMN. KYMN.